1: Welcome back to another episode of Anchor Moms. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, we, you know, it's the new year. We're a couple of weeks in now. How are you guys feeling? Well, you know what they say. New, new year. year. New, new you. Year.
2: Ooh.
1: I didn't even know you were going to say that. I yes, just feel
2: Jinx. it. Jinx. <laughs> could feel it. Listen, so you know how I said I'm dead set against New Year's resolutions? Yes. And I said that I hate those people who go to a gym, <laughs> g- who rush to the gym on January 1st and yes. clog up everything for the rest of us? Yes. Yes. Katie, that's me now. Oh my it is. gosh! It's my fault,
1: though. I dragged it you. It is. Wait, so you have a uh, seventh gym membership? Stop it. <laughs> Listen. So, so we, we, we uh, started a pure bar. Have you heard of it? I've, I've done it. Like, years ago, I did it. Yeah. I hated it.
0: Uh, Why? Well, let me just say, no, every I can feel every muscle in my body this mm. morning. Especially my seats muscle, as they call it. <laughs> seats? As they call it in class. Oh, wow. Yes. That is.
2: That's the. you even seats? know the pure bar lingo, oh, yeah, apparently. Well. No, we don't, actually. Because we go into this <laughs>
0: class, and Katie and I have no idea what we're doing. And she's it's, it's like an auctioneer in there. This. Oh. She's like She's like, in she's that like, quick. and a left, and a right, and a up, and a down, and a squeeze, and a up, and a up, and a one, and a two, and a three. And I'm like, what body movement are you doing? What muscle are you even <laughs> moving right now? Because Ingrid these I, movements
2: are so small, you can't see the movement. Right, like so so I don't do know you, what you're oh. doing. It's hard to look at the other people to figure it out because they look like they're doing nothing, but, but they're apparently doing but something. they're doing like <laughs> with know. their seats apparently. With their seats that I'm
1: not. I don't know how
2: to do that with my seats. Ingrid and I kept making eyes at each other, you know, in the mirror, like she was right beside me. We're trying not to make eye contact because
0: I was like trying not to laugh because I was laughing at myself and my lack of so ability. How, so how? So did did fun. you
1: feel like you did it well? Like you no, said, oh, what? Oh. Are
0: you kidding me? She came over to me like twenty times and probably ten times to Katie, but no. mine was definitely double. It
2: got to the point where she even looked in my direction or started approaching. <laughs> it's like. No, 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 no. That's the worst when you're in a new class and you're like, please don't come over here and embarrass yes. me. And I turned to her once and I
0: was like, I can't do it on this side. I'm sorry. And she's like, oh,
1: okay. But she well, was very enthusiastic. I will say that she was very if you're, enthusiastic. But if, if you're sore, then it, something good oh, happened. Oh, it worked. It worked yeah. for sure. I could not. So are you guys going back?
0: Uh, we're gonna go back and now we
2: know Katie's uh, Katie's a hypocrite Mm -hmm. exactly once a week right Mm -hmm. is that what we decided I think we're gonna do once a week I think we can do this we tried to encourage Karen and she shut us down you literally immediately immediately, no no you
0: didn't even respond to the text message about it it was like just like crickets from Karen and I was like and I immediately it was like there's no way Karen's doing this so
1: here's the thing I've told you guys this if I, I have very little little time in my day to work out and I feel like if I have time it's gotta be cardio
0: well, I used like, to I be like that, I but now do. I feel like I'm just not at a level <clears throat> in which I can just, like, jump out and run,
2: like, six miles. So I mm-hmm. have to start small. Well, I think this no, is what's I get great it. about Pure Bar is I would never spend any time stretching. And so it's no, such it's a, a good thing challenge to do. for me because I never stretch. I do cardio. Mm-hmm. I lift mm-hmm. weights. But I do not. That's why it was it's so hard. I was, like, trying to touch my toes yesterday.
1: Yeah. No. Was rough. Mm-hmm. You're touching, like, your I mean, you it's a great knees. thing to do. I just can't fit it in right now. But kudos to you guys <laughs> for doing it. Um. Okay. <clears throat> oh, and now Ingrid's dying.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> up here,
1: Mark. From the news So let's move on to our first story. Um, mom asks if she's the a hole mm. for asking husband to prioritize her life in labor. So this is interesting, guys. Um, so this woman posted online that she was pregnant, about to have a baby, and told her husband, had a discussion with him, and said, if it comes down to it, and you have to choose, if there's some sort of medical emergency, and you have to choose
2: between me and the baby, choose me. This was a Reddit thread, by the right, way. She posted right. this on Reddit, so <clears throat> you know how folks can get on and comment on Reddit if you're familiar with it.
1: Right. So so anyway, this whole thing came up, and of course, as you can imagine, a bunch of people responded sure. and said this you're a terrible person that you would ask your husband to choose you over your baby um so she she writes uh that she's a person that likes to be prepared for the worst case scenario and hope for the best i didn't want my husband to be blindsided with who to choose um what do you guys think
0: so, personally, I did not have this conversation with my husband before. No, I either. because
2: I think this is a very unlikely scenario. So, if you're pregnant right now, I do not want you to think that this is something that you genuinely have to... It's like a checklist. Keep, yeah. ...that keep you up at night. I, I did a quick Google search, and you know the internet never lies, just to make sure <laughs> is this a thing. And I think... I think back in the day, this was possibly a thing occasionally, but I think now this is a very unlikely well, scenario. Well, it
0: says in here, seven hundred women die in childbirth every year. Yeah, but that which doesn't mean like not you know, that many women, if you really. Think and of, I it mean, also that sounds awful, but
2: but an additional fifty thousand
1: more nearly
2: die. But that doesn't mean that that y- that they had to choose, like the partner had to choose between that's the wife, true. Do you see what the I'm saying? The woman or the right, yeah, yeah, right. So just to keep that in mind as we read this article. So
1: I think yeah. <clears throat> she also says. Um, People don't like to think about the bad stuff during pregnancy, but the risks for the mother are massive. Your body goes through so much, and it takes a mental toll on you as well. I think, you know, I I would never ask my husband to choose me over the baby. But I think the point that she brings up, which is worth noting, is that a lot of people don't think about how much, you know, it's a huge medical procedure process. It's a lot on the mom's. I don't know. I think maybe her point was just, like, this is something that we should talk about. That like, this look, isn't... I could actually die. Exactly.
0: Well, exactly. you sh- maybe should have these types of conversations when you're just getting, like, anesthesia. You know what I mean?
2: Sure. Like, Or just a life plan in general. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, you know. hey, listen, if I'm in a car accident mm-hmm. and I'm in a vegetative state, this is, like, these are my life wishes and my and life plans. I think plans. that's kind of smart.
0: I mean, right? Like, you need to plan mm-hmm. for worst-case scenario.
2: You do. Um, I'm just like
1: I'm. I'm shocked that I mean, would any would any of you say choose me over my kid,
2: the baby? So here's the thing, and this no, is this. Actually, I mean, it's, I it's so hard to say. But what if you were already a mom to your other kids? Right, right. So here's the thing: is I think that you have to keep in mind then that in choosing their sibling over yourself, then they're you know your your current children are losing a losing a parent. Right, uh, right. right. I mean, there's just so, so many we have things to think to about how it. extremely devastated our husbands
1: would be, right, if we weren't there.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, maybe in one sense it's like a selfish move to keep us around <laughs> because they don't want to be single dads.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was interesting that people were so judgy, but also maybe it's a conversation that you have. Instead of just telling your partner this is what mm-hmm. this is what we will do, I think it's something that maybe you need to, I don't know, come to a general consensus about, mm-hmm. although it's your life. I don't yeah. know. I think it's too. I don't like to think about it, to be honest. I don't either, but I think it's too. Just
1: again, like it does happen. It's terrible and it's awful. So we hate you, it. But are you
2: saying that you? So uh, I mean, what I'm would saying you like Gregory. I, I, do you oh, know? I would say save the baby. Yeah, for sure. I'm not that great.
1: You know, the baby's got <laughs> wonderful things ahead in life.
2: Right. I
0: know. I kind of feel like I would probably say that. Yeah. Especially in the moment.
1: Mm-hmm. But. But you do. But then you are right. Then you're leaving him with multiple children with no mother. Yeah.
2: Hmm, that's a tough one. Behind the Scenes! Oh, gosh. Are we following this story with this behind the scenes? Oh, this what? is a very depressing start to the show. Oh, um, what? Okay, I don't so
0: know what's
1: this, going on? So Ingrid this, doesn't know, but I Ingrid know. Ingrid was, was out, uh, was not working when this happened. Um, so, this is something, and I, I kind of wanted to bring this up just because it, it it's, it's something that I think people probably don't think about when they think about news crews and being out in the public and what we, what we do. Um, so, I was out on a story recently. Um, actually, it was New Year's Day. Um, And we were coming back in the news car. My photographer was driving, and I was sitting beside him writing, you know, what my story was going to be for that day. Um, And he, through no fault of his own, a dog ran out into the street, and he (gasps) swerved but hit and killed the dog. (gasps) What? Oh, my gosh. It was terrible. That's awful. It was terrible. It was terrible. Um, We were both obviously (gasps) – Upset, devastated. Well, we were screaming. We pulled over. Um, But here's the thing that kind of was even harder about it. I immediately am like, okay, I think, you know, it ran down a driveway, so let's go tell the people at that house. Um, And he made a good point that we are in a marked news car. And in this day and age, who knows how they're going to respond to this. What if, you know, they – open the door and we tell them and they pull out a gun or put something on Facebook that WLOS killed their
2: dog. Um, Right, in this climate, well, it's twofold. Social media allows you to say anything about anyone and to rant. Um, But also in this climate where people are not overly fond of journalists these days. Right, right. Which is maybe, maybe kind not of an some, anti-media sentiment. Yeah. Sentiment. It wasn't like that 10 or 15 so years ago, but now for you sure. if you
0: weren't in a news car, what would you have done?
1: Oh, I would have gone up and said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, you know, we accidentally hit your dog, you know. I um, think that
0: that person is going to have a really strong negative reaction to you no matter who you are or what you're driving. Like, I, maybe. I would be scared of someone pulling a gun even without, like, a news vehicle in the Maybe, mix. but
1: I think if I'm obviously hum you know obviously upset and feel bad about it <clears throat> i don't know i think it just adds another layer of possibly animosity and tension in an already tense situation yeah if, i agree if if you have that label <clears throat> of who well, you are and who Well of course you're with. i yeah <clears throat> anyway um oh gosh well that's just so it was sad. it was not good <clears throat> um long story short we ended up calling the sheriff's department um, who came out and they actually couldn't find the dog's owner. It did not live at the house where oh. we thought it did. Um, and so you never
2: had to do the scenario in which you were worried about, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, and I kind of credit my photographer for saying, you know, wait a second, because I was ready to just march up right up, uh, right up there and say, hey, this is what happened. I'm so sorry. Um, but it was you know a country world. Like they they would have obviously seen our news car, and like it would it would have been hard to to. Go through all this without admitting or not admitting, but saying who we were. Um, So the sheriff came and they took care of it. The sheriff came, um, they took care of it. Um, It clearly wasn't our fault. The dog was just running. A bad set of circumstances. Yeah, just running out, did not stop, did not see the car as fast as I mean, it was going so fast and we swerved and just couldn't avoid it. All
0: right, next new story today. All parents offer empty promises and hollow threats, but do they harm your child?
2: Uh.
0: Um, this is uh, something that I that I battle with, um, that my husband and I talk about often. Um, so when a child acts out, it's all too easy to make a promise or a threat that has no intention or ability to keep, but that could hurt your relationship in the long run, they're talking about with your child. Um, they say they interview like a psychologist, um, and they say once you open your mouth, you need to follow through. And you think about it; you're teaching your children these lessons, and if there's if you don't follow through, then basically your promises have no value. Um, and I, you know, we have young kids, so you can, they kind of forget sometimes anyways when mm-hmm. you promise them things, but I think they're getting to be old enough where we really need to think about these things. And they also give you some strategies in this article and a couple tips. Um, they say when you're in these moments, for example, when your child's behavior starts to escalate, they encourage you to what she says is zoom in to help empathize with your child and how they're feeling at that moment, which I think we've talked about that in this podcast before. And that's what I try to do with my child. They also say to zoom out, to focus on the big picture, rather than how angry you are right then and there, which I am not good at at all, because I am just kind of that in that in the moment person that's going to, you know, just say like, okay, you don't get to have your bike anymore. Right. And then I give him his bike the next day anyways, and he forgets and I forget and we're all happy and it, didn't accomplish anything apparently Mm -hmm. according to this article so do you guys struggle with uh, these kind of these empty promises with your children I do
2: and I don't know Katie River might be a little too young for this I don't know is she starting to get there well there are certain things that I know if I want River to go come in from outside or you know things like that where I'll promise things When you wake up from your nap, we'll definitely go out back outside. And then I think to myself, no, we won't. It's raining and it's 30 degrees. And she's not going to remember that. But she has no idea. She doesn't remember. So, I mean, it's Mm -hmm. definitely something good to to keep in mind as I go forward. Well,
1: I remember my mother-in-law very early on when we had kids saying, this is the biggest thing. And it says in here about being trustworthy. And if you want your children to be trustworthy, then you've got to be trustworthy. And she said, you know – Um, this is the, you know, as soon as you say, if you do that one more time, I'm gonna, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever it is, and you don't do that, they remember. Mm -hmm. And as soon as that happens, it takes a long time to rebuild that. Mm -hmm. And that was one of her big parenting advice. Her tips was that it is so hard for them behaviorally and discipline wise to listen to you and trust that you're really gonna, you know, follow up if you can, if you'd say that and then don't follow like and then don't come through with it, um, and I thought that was really good advice and we really try to do this. I think we're pretty good about doing it when they're bad, like when they're, you know, <clears throat> doing something that we don't want them to do. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty we are pretty good about it. okay if we said that you we got to do it. You know, if you say hey if you do that one more time we're gonna leave this restaurant you got to leave and sometimes yeah. that's hard because you don't really want to leave. Well, that's, that's but, see, that's you know, where we
0: get into trouble in my family is you say something like, I'm going to mm-hmm. take away that cookie. Okay, you take it away. I'm going to take away your milk. Take away. They're still being bad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, we're going to leave right now. When I know we can't right. leave right, right. now, yeah. and then, like, my husband says it, and I'm like, well, what What now? Mm-hmm. Because you just said that, and yeah. you we really can't do it. Yeah.
1: You just have to be so – I mean, it's hard, but you just have to be so careful about what you're threatening because if you're not ready to actually pull the trigger and do that thing right then – You shouldn't say it.
2: It just goes back to consistency as Mm -hmm. well, you know? Mm -hmm. River likes to play with the dog food and his dog food all the time, Mm -hmm. and it drives me. Mm -hmm. Some days it drives me crazy more than others, and occasionally I get so tired of yelling at her about it that I just, by the end of the day, I'm like, whatever, which I know is not the right thing to do. I need to tell her Mm -hmm. each and every time, no, you got to walk, you know, River, Mm -hmm. no, you're not allowed, and because otherwise she thinks... You know, the next day she thinks, "Is this a moment where I'm allowed to play with the dog food?" Exactly. Or, you know what I'm saying? You have to be consistent, yeah. But consistency <clears throat> is exhausting it's so hard. It's and so hard. not. I mean, not. I, I. If you're a parent out there, you have definitely made hollow threats and empty promises. Oh, for on sure. a daily basis. I I'm think. Gonna bet. I
1: think the key is though when you can think about it to not like it's almost. I think, and I think this is what this article is saying. Almost better to not not threaten anything. You know what I mean? Like. Just don't, like, if you're tempted to do that, just don't, because if you can't follow through, then that's more Yeah, what is your alternative? Then you
2: deal with it. this article says, to encourage good behavior, praise your child after they do Mm -hmm. something good Mm -hmm. as a reinforcement rather than promising something you can't deliver. -hmm. Oh, yeah, we work on that a lot. Anything Mm -hmm. good that they do, I'm like, good job. And, like, because,
0: you know, Lisa loves to clap now, we Mm -hmm. all clap. And Mm -hmm. now, even like my older child likes, like, it sounds silly, but when I'm like, all right, good job, Harmon, like, clap and like high five, Mm -hmm. they're like, cool, because in this article, And it kind of makes me sad at the very end. They're like, really, in the end, the only thing the kid wants is to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Like, they just want to make mm-hmm. mom and dad proud of them right. at such a young age. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it that way, praising them, mm-hmm. like you said, clapping or high-fiving or whatever, mm-hmm. more often than not maybe is going to well. Even like, lead anytime, to fewer times of them being bad.
1: Right. Anytime that even if I'm like, you know, time to get your shoes on. Okay mom. I'm like, whoa, good job. Way to say okay exactly. and stop with me, yes, like, yes, yes, like yes. we like overblow right. any type of like anything they're doing. Yes. yes. You're
2: like, Yes,
1: that was awesome. Do you want a special treat? Yeah. Special yeah, treat.
2: yeah. You know. And then you do that same thing with Gregory too, right? When he gets his mm-hmm. shoes on. Hey, yeah. it
1: does work with husbands mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Testing, testing, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four.
2: In other news. I love this next article. Yes, me too. Um, So this next article is from Fatherly, um, and it's a little trivial, but it says all the baby smells ranked from blowout to strawberry breath. (laughs) And it basically ranks from 12 to 1, the worst to the best smells of, you know, I think they're talking about fairly young babies here, but number 12 being the worst. What is that? The blowout. Oh, yeah. What do you guys yeah, think? Yeah. I mean, I, I would agree with that. Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, the smell
2: and the know, mess and the cleanup. But, you know, I will say Ugh, spit so up gross. is uh, number nine mm-hmm. here. But I, I actually highlighted that think as well. spit up might be worse than a blowout. Like that smell of sour milk. And then it's hard, you know, especially when babies are young, they spit up. On your couch, on their chair, on the rug, on the dog. And it's so hard to get. I don't know if you've noticed this. I feel like it's so to hard get, to get, get it get. out. Like that yeah. sour smell mm-hmm. is much harder. No, it's harder. bad, but
0: once your kid gets to be a little bit older and they're like, just eating normal food and they
2: throw up, well, that's that. I'm not so that. Yet. Let me tell you. I'm not that. Should be on well, River list. has never really legitimately thrown up yet. Knock on wood. That's yeah, probably happening tonight. Um, <laughs> Hopefully not.
1: Um, I will never forget, I think, the worst smell moment of my parenthood. Um, I don't know if I told you guys this story, but this was after Bennett, and she was, like, I don't know, a month or two, and we're um, in bed. And it, you know how crazy the first couple months are. And, like, you know, you just sometimes have those moments where you're like, this is the best. Yeah. This is the reason. So I was having one of those moments. I'd, she'd just woken up. I'd nursed her in bed, and she's laying next to me. Gregory's sleeping soundly. We're all, I'm like, I got a good night's rest. This is amazing. I love this child. She's so perfect. I'm like dozing back off to sleep. She and she up. was laying on her back next to me. All of a sudden, I feel something yeah. on my face geyser. Yeah. Projectile spit up. Oh. All over yeah. my face, my body, everything in bed.
2: Projectile.
1: Yes, it was crazy, you guys. Like she's on her back as like a two month old, and somehow it like spews out like a yeah. volcano up oh, into the air. Gross. All of of course it didn't go into Gregory. It like no. somehow only went my direction. Right, right. But it, I mean, first of all, I'm like, okay, how is that physically possible for her to spit up with that much force at that little of a age? But also, that's I. It was days before Whoa. I could get that. That's what I'm the saying. Smell. That smell, smell like in your, out like of bed.
2: Yeah. Yes, you and know, it's like on
1: your. It's like everywhere. Yes. And now you and have it, a mattress cover, right?
2: Well, yeah. Yeah, you know, River had acid reflux when oh. she was like, and it didn't last very long. For some, for some babies, it lasts much longer. We'll say like the first like ten weeks to twelve weeks. I mean, it was like spit up central mm-hmm. at our house. Because, I mean, that's what happens when they have that reflex. That's Harmon had that too. Oh. So it was like pew, 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 yeah. pew, like little piles everywhere. And it was like the least unexpected thing ever. It would happen when you mm-hmm. least expected mm-hmm.
0: it. So the secret poop is one I really like. That was funny. <laughs> the secret poop funny. is the one that you never notice until your kids start fussing. Who knows how long it's been trapped in there, <laughs> <down> between <laughs> their, their butt, butt cheeks. <laughs> um, okay, so the other day I get home from work, and I'm like, hey, Lisa, you know, give her a hug. And I'm like, whew, like <laughs> somebody has a poopy. And i like, you know, dude, you do that thing where you, like, pull down, like, their pants with mm-hmm. their onesies still mm-hmm. on. You, like, yep. stick your hand, and you, like, scoot oh, it over, and uh-huh. you just, like, look. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, there's no poop in there. That's so oh. weird. Pull her pants back up, or, you know. And I'm like, God, I, heard, I was, like, talking to the babysitter will be unnamed. I'm like, did you put on the wrong diaper? Like, this is, like, huge on her. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, what you guys had up there. I'm like, okay. We go on for I don't know how much longer, and I'm like, okay. She's still stinky. I'm just going to take her upstairs and see what's going on. I go upstairs, pull it in her pants, open up her diaper. Somehow, oh, there was poop in a dirty diaper what? wrapped up inside of the new diaper. What? <laughs>
1: How is that even possible? Put, put back on here with all of her clothes. So she, hey, there was a poopy diaper Correct. wrapped up Correct. inside Correct. her current diaper. Correct. So two diapers. One was poopy. Ra- oh my god. So I thus, heard. when I was checking, of course it, the clean right. one was clean, but the the bulk wasn't a different diaper. Right. It was Where two diapers. was it? Like down in between her like legs, like right Karen here. Really like, she had, like, leg- leg- oh, like she had like a big booty. Like she had like a saggy booty.
2: Gosh. Yeah, it was,
1: like, that it was, is so it was Like I don't know how this funny. happened. But, you know, um, it's
2: like you've wow. got too much going on
0: when you put the dirty diaper back inside the clean diaper.
1: Anyways. <laughs> on the child. On the child. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny.
2: Um, some of my favorites, though, are the, the a baby back <laughs> in from the outside mm-hmm. smell. Love it. And uh, the post, newborn smell. Yeah, the post-bath baby. Mm-hmm. Um, there They're was a time. of the strawberry but Me neither. I'm going to go home and
0: make river strawberries right
2: now.
0: Yeah, the, so number one in this article is strawberry breath.
1: At okay. some point, your baby will sit and eat solid food, while breast milk um, breath can be nice. There's no greater smell than fresh strawberries on the breath of a child. Yeah, I have three kids. I've never had strawberry breath. Well, let's
2: go home and try it know. out. My kids eat strawberries.
1: But I don't feel like I've had you. Have you experienced strawberry no. breath? No, but maybe I'm missing <laughs> out. Let's bottle that and sell it. Get it. Right? Get it. New perfume. Win of the week. This is a fun one. Okay. So, our little guy, Henry, who's three, you guys... We might have a champion skier on our hands. Did he do well? He did so well. So we went, this is the second year we've taken the kids, the big kids skiing. And this year, he Elvray's into it, but like just kind of lukewarm. Henry is all about it. Immediately wanted to ride the chairlift, which, you oh, know, is hard for some adults.
2: Yeah, right. that's He rides
1: the lift to the top. Okay. And Gregory gets off. He's like, are you scared? Are you okay, buddy? He's like, no, I'm awesome. I'm ready to go. Skis down the mountain. Wow. Yeah. He like, not like point, the Kitty Mountain. Like no, no, no. Like the real mountain. Oh at one point, he had a little fall, and Greg was a little nervous he was going to be upset and like pop back up and was fine. Yeah. Oh, what if you good. have like
2: a future Olympian on what your hand? yeah And he uh, becomes a professional skier, and you can retire in like, I gosh. don't know. That'd be amazing. I, I
1: was supposed to just... Like it was
2: one of those really
1: proud parent moments where yeah. it was like, way to be fearless and like, go get it, bud. Like Were he you was... scared?
0: Because I'm scared like my children are going to like fall off the mountain or break a leg or an arm or something.
1: I wouldn't oh, I wouldn't feel okay with are that. Resilient. Yeah, I think that's I'm the really part about, worried about kids kids. it. I, they also
0: break limbs like often. They do. Yeah. They do.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm one of those parents that probably should be a little bit more worried. Yeah. But um I also recently took Eloran, a huge roller coaster. That's true. You know, I just but for some reason I think because I'm kind of a adventurous, fearless person, I'm like really proud that my kids yeah. are like going out there and getting yeah. it. Um, So, anyway, that was a big one for us, that Henry was, like, the the awesome little skier. Go, Henry. Yeah. Is that it? Are we done? I think so. Is that it? Okay. But this was so much fun. Well, we'll do
2: another one soon. Okay. Someday. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, guys. Next week. Yeah, let's do it. Um, Remember that you should um, rate, review, subscribe, Mm -hmm. and you should also check out our uh, Facebook page, our Facebook group, Anchor Moms, and our Instagram page, also and tell anchor your moms.
0: friends about us your mom friends That'd be and
1: awesome. if you have something you'd like us to talk about or you know an article you saw
0: an email be... people can actually email us no, do what do. is oh, it
2: oh, right now no. i can't remember it's anchor moms at wlos.com oh that was complicated anchor moms at wlos.com sure that's it i'm sure that's it
1: mm-hmm. okay. i'm sure and you know you can always go to our, our website pages, page too. yeah and, and see it there but anyway yeah, okay. thanks for listening. Have a great right. day.
0: High five. Oh, high five. High five. five. Good yeah. job, guys. Win Good, win job. Good job. Good job. Positive praise.
2: Okay. Bye, guys. Uh, I feel like I'm like up against the wall over here. Like this is like a firing squad.
1: But you like that's your spot. Yeah, you that's the best spot oh, in the, the house you and you don't like it. it. Is this the best house part, the best seat in the house? That's where you yeah. keep your munchables in the corner <laughs> over there.
2: Just I hate hey, Chex know Mix. That,
1: <laughs> you know that that Chex Mix bag was there the, like 3 well, weeks after I we would, taped. I wish I wish it was here right now cuz I'm <laughs> freaking
2: hungry. Well, oh, be mm. a little stale. You'd still eat it though. And moms. Yeah, podcast. Thanks for listening. <clears throat> what did you drink <throat> out of your anchor mom's mug? Oh, oh look, look at this <laughs> beautiful mug. Oh my gosh. Doesn't Everything it make is all so of better. your beverages taste better, lady. It Where's does? your mug? It's at home. Weird.
0: <clears throat> okay.